Hello and welcome, my lovelies. Welcome to Penny Thoughts, a podcast of many things Penny, including my favourite poem, one of my own and one by someone else. There'll be guests, there'll be film reviews, I've done a lot of activism. This poem is called Fraud. And for those of you that have been to see me in my shows over the years, you will know it. And for those of you that haven't, I will tell you that this is a little bit political. It was first written around the time of the expenses scandal a few years ago when Politics, well, what can we say? It was dirty then and it's dirty now. But I was inspired by the fact, inspired from anger really, that this was utterly unacceptable, um, considering how disabled people are treated, how poor people are treated. Absolute hypocrisy. So... This is called Fraud. You poke and prod my pocket as servants clear your moat while I'm wheeling and I'm walking in a ragged, shabby coat. You snatch and crush our wages as servants shine your rolls while we're shouting and we're swaying in sparse seven-hand clothes. You cling to your policies like a brat with a dummy while we dig in poor-paid gutters for a glimmer of some honey. Grandad struggles in the morning, whimpers gently towards the night, sitting in his own hot shit because his care scheme's not paid right. What kind of warped-out world is this one I see unfolding? Our rulers fudging porno, second homes and any she-she smallholding. Independent living fund once helped me live full life. You killed those basic freedoms and so many rights deprived. Hypocrisy, it is on trend and avarice shouts loud. Bankers greed, blokes rulers schemes. Tax dodgers smirking proud. We're scratching and we're whining for free morsels and a crumb. Recession, we're heaped with the blame while those bastards hold the guilty gun. Together we can win this fight against the rulers' gluts. Fact with their ideology. Act now and fuck the cuts. And you know what today is, people out there in podcast listening land, the reason the podcast is hitting your ears today is that it's UN International Day of Disabled People. Do you know it used to be 
disabled persons, which says a lot, really. Uh, it's not people with disabilities, thank God, but I won't go into that now, but I hate that because it's kind of soft politics, but I won't, I won't put that upon you in my first pod. But today, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the contribution, the lives, the creativity of disabled people who have a unique culture and unique stories to tell, who are everything and nothing, who are actually not fully included in society where we live and we belong and who we connect with. We still have a way to go, so let's use this day. Um, I've heard a few people say, why do we have to have an international day? It should be every day. Well, that's true for many communities um, that have been oppressed and discriminated against. But I feel we should make the most of it. Make it ours. And it's also... UK Disability History Month. I've been working my bits off uh, in all kinds of ways. The theme was kind of leadership and culture and, and across the board this month. And I really hope that some of you listening to this will think, hey, I'm just going to get together a drop-in, read some work, have a poetry group. If you go to ukdhm.org, Org, I think, um, you can add your event to the page. For me, it's about sharing who and what we are in all our glorious, contrary, marvellous selves, but it's also about joining together, collaborating with each other. It's about joining together and making things work for each other. So it's a great thing to do, and please... Let's share that. Let's melt down Twitter. Yeah? Are you with me? There'll be a hashtag. Yeah, there is a hashtag. friends a lot so I'm going to keep it small but perfectly formed e.g how do you get around barriers in your life when you're creative one of my barriers which has been there a very long time is networking you know when you get a chance to go along to a fabulous event that might help your career in some way you meet the right people, and believe me, that's very important. But you get there and find, actually, they didn't tell you it's in the basement or it's in a really dark corner of some crowded room. 
I don't like that wandering about stuff anyway. It's 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 not good if you have anxiety and you're constrained by the space. Of course that could be changed. Have it in a better venue. Think of creative responses to networking. I don't actually know many people who like that form of wandering around, clutching a glass of wine anyway. But your thoughts will be always welcome and I'll give you details for contacting me at the end of my podcast. So now I'm going to read the beginning of chapter 11 of my memoir, First in the World Somewhere, The True Adventures of a Scribbler, Siren, Saucepot and Pioneer. I did come up with uh, the title of my memoir, but I didn't come up with that sort of strapline thing. That was my lovely publisher's Unbound. Um, So who's to say whether I'm Saucepot or Siren? I don't know. And this is chapter 11, and it's around 1987. It's the very, very beginnings of uh, the disability arts movement as we know it. Uh, One of the first arts festivals. So I'm living in East London, and Freddie's my boyfriend, and Tamsin's my best friend. And we're off to this wonderful event. I'm pleased it's warm enough to once more wear my black leather bondage dress, this time with a satin kimono-style blouse, thick black tights helpfully pulled into place by Freddie. I've swapped around the money envelopes, taken cash from from our gas, a bit from food, and with Freddie's help managed to come up with enough for the cab to Brentford. I stare out of the window. The roads of the city never lose their grimy magic. I clutch my silky blouse closer. It's a bit too big as it flaps around my knees. I lean into Freddy and close my eyes like a satisfied cat. The Waterman's Art Centre is a big glass box. I'm nervous as Freddy wheels me through to the festival, but excited. Disabled people are everywhere. Crips of all kinds. There is chatting in corners. There is waving and greeting. Sean Vasey, who we know from Artsline, appears on cue. A friendly face, slim hands open in welcome. My eyes fix on her electric wheelchair, enviously. You've made it, Penelope, she says. I believe all the action is in the main hall. I introduce her to Freddy. Go, you two, meet people, bingle, she says. I've got to dash and sort out Heather. Total mess, Penny, with community transport. And she desperately wants to come. She rolls her eyes and whizzes off in her chair. I have another deep throb of envy, wondering how I can get one. 
another precious to dream of, of letting me do more things I dream of. Let's go and meet Ian Dury, says Freddie, and we set off in the opposite direction to Sean. The hall is rammed. I have never seen anything like it, not even at bloody special school. I detect the buzz, the animation, and feel it lift my spirits. A blind woman is playing the piano, Claire Graydon James, who sings as her deft fingers dance over the keys. I spot Elspeth and others I've seen at the Arts Line meetings. We applaud loudly when Claire finishes. There is a hush, and from the entrance, Ian Dury swaggers in, leaning on a walking stick. Ian Dury, the disabled pop star, with a flash brash of a cockney pirate, the blockhead's frontman and lyricist. He had polio as a kid, walks with a limp and wears a caliper. He's one of us. As my excitement grows, all I can think is, he broke the mould. He broke down barriers. Ian is handsome, and his keen eyes sweep across us all. I'm struck speechless, but wriggle in my chair to straighten my back and look my best. Ian launches into the bus driver's prayer. I'm whispering to myself, following the words that I love so much. Freddie fumbles around in the bag, hanging on my chair, retrieving a demo cassette tape. Are you ready, Pen? Soon as he's finished, we'll nab him, he says, and edges me forward. Ian goes through his hits, and I stare at him, soaking up every piece he does, almost tasting his charisma. We applaud and cheer and show our approval in any way we can. My hands don't clap, but I stamp my boots on the floor. Freddie pushes me closer and I'm sure I can smell the sweat of Ian Dury. His curious, intelligent eyes catch me quickly. My mouth is dry and my hands quiver. Hello, me dear, and how are you? says Ian, with a big, sexy grin. I smile and swallow, swimming in such shyness I think I might drown. Fine, thanks. I croak as my face blasts hot. And my mind blanks. Freddie looks at me with a sidewards glance and a hint of frown. Ian is entranced by my dress. The bust area especially. Fab to meet you, mate, says Freddie, and they shake hands. I wonder whether you'd take this demo tape. Pen writes and sings all her own work. It would be great to hear what you think. Of course, darlings, of course. Can't promise to be quick, though. Everything full on. Thanks, I whisper, praying for Freddy to wheel me back and far, far away from this gut-churning embarrassment. A blonde man on crutches saves me with an interruption. Ian, Ian, sorry, can you come over and meet someone, he says. Ian winks at me and he is gone.
And as I'm going to be reading bits and pieces of my own stuff, I also want to give some tips along the way for newbie writers or any, really. I always like receiving tips. We never stop learning. Yes? I'm not going to go all strict school mistress on you. Not this week, anyway. But I do think it's very important, and my tip for my first podcast is read, and then read some more, and then read again, because words are the writer's food. They're like your absolute nectar for your creativity. It doesn't matter what, to some extent, we can come on to that another week. But for now, I would say just read. I've come across so many newbie poets, newbie writers, and they haven't read anything. You say, well, who's your favourite poet who you read that inspired you? And they'll say, oh, well, I haven't read any. I don't, I don't really need to read any. Not good, people. Not good. Moving this, this baby of creativity along. So, I think that's it for now um, on my journey, podcasting. Do let me know how you feel about what I'm doing. I want to thank everyone who's signing up, who's listening. You will find me on um, social media. On Twitter, I'm at penpep. And on Facebook, I'm Penny Pepper Writer. I have a have a page. You can find me there. And I'm also on Instagram as Miss Penny Pepper. I'm out and about at the moment, so you may see me here and there doing some naked punk gigs. Might talk about the naked punk another time. As it comes to its rambustious conclusion, sort of. But yes, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. So thank you again. And for now, I will say bye-bye, my loves. See you next time. Hear you next time. Read you next time. Ugh, I'm going to stop. Bye-bye.